Do you have like cinema enemas? I have a cinema. Have, cinema. Do you put movies up your butt? No, I have a deodorant that is like a ti- it's a tiny little stick, and, and I put it put inside it... my butthole. That's a. Wow, it's basically a chapstick. I got it at Spencer's. <laughs> Oh, I got too real. Yeah, the possibility. Like, wait, that probably is. That could be a thing that exists at Spencer's. A cinnamon butt plug. It could totally. If Cin- that existed no, anywhere. Cinnamon butt like stick. Cinnamon butt your, stick for your, to make your butt smell good. It smells yeah. like uh, it's like incense. Smells like the for mall. Your butt yeah. hall. It smells like cinnabun. Cinnabuns. Hey, take a whiff of my cinnabuns. Someone should make that on Etsy. Yeah, somebody should uh, get that before cinnabun stick. Does. Okay. Are we recording? Yes. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, anyway, we are Kadarnad cosplay. We, we that's how we start our our podcasts. So anyway, no, we, we, we started we were discussing with, with all of that other stuff. But, uh, and oh, oh, I thought that was just a mic check. No, no we're keeping it. Okay, it. cool. That's a good. That was a good segment. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Um, but yes, we are Kadarnad. Okay. You're listening to our podcast. My name is Charlie. I'm Kai. I'm Chris. And we're a cosplay trio, and we make podcasts for your listening pleasure. Yep. All right. So we usually start off at the top of the episode with the three things thing, which is, uh, okay, so the three things thing is where we discuss one good thing that has happened this week, one thing we have learned, and one thing we are looking forward to, just to start off on a positive note. Yeah, unless what you're looking forward to is your death, like I often say. You yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then that's positive to you though because yeah, you're, yeah. It's all perspective. Uh, somebody at work asked me, "Where do you see we see yourself in three years?" I said, "Dead." <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Is, if all goes according in a, to plan. in a room full of children, I said that. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> if things go my way, dead. <laughs> but just but, kidding. Okay, guys, so, I like being alive. Guys, that's not funny. It's not. It's a little funny. Okay, it's funny. <laughs> All right, right. Sure. It's really funny. <laughs> okay. All right, Chris. Let's start I usually us off. start. Yeah. Okay. So my good thing uh, actually happened today. I found a pair of pants that fit me. Now that doesn't sound like a thing that would be that difficult, but when you have a body shaped like mine, it's <laughs> like actually a Tim pre- Burton character. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's actually pretty difficult to find pants that fit me well, and they fit so good. They fit so good. Was that the pants you got at Fevy Twenty One? Yes, it is. Uh, Forever Twenty One sponsor us, please. Please. Fun. I please. really would like some more cheap clothes. <laughs> I would like a discount on my cheap yeah. clothes, please. Um, but yeah, it's hard for me to find pants that fit me, and I did today. If anybody wants to send me pants, I'm a size 29. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that is men's sizing. Yes, men's 29. Men's 29. If it's a 28, I could probably squeeze in if you have some. 30, no problem. 32 is too big. It's too big to fall off. That's yeah. Me. I'm a 32. Fall right off your little butt. <laughs> my li- yeah, that's actually the whole reason is my little butt. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, another good thing that happened was that you guys put me in charge of the Twitter. So The Twitter? The tweet, the twits, the tweet. The, twi- the, the tweet machine. Box. I call it the yep. tweet machine. I like that. But yeah, I'm in charge of that now. So if you ever see anything that doesn't make any sense, that's why. That's the reason why. It's because I'm in charge of it That's now. what Twitter little, is for. That's his little it? throne. Twitter's okay. for you. Yeah, so I'm yeah. in charge of that. It's at Kadanad, K-A-D-A-N-N. A-A-D. If you don't know how to spell that, I don't know how you found this podcast. Yeah, that is <laughs> there you go. accurate. Yeah. Um, next up on the list is uh, something I learned. Um, I learned to... Sh- I'm going to burp. You just swallowed burp. your burp. I saw that <laughs> physically. I let it out, though. Uh, what I learned, I learned a bunch about D&D, but we'll get into that later. I don't want to talk about too much about that. I want to spoil it, yeah. yeah. On the three we'll, we'll talk about that later on, though, That's but that's my learned thing. And something good... Wait, 
No. Something you're looking forward to. Something I'm looking yeah. forward to. That's what it is. I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to not being sick, but that's never going to happen that, in my no, life. That's not perpetual. a real. That's not a real thing that happens in my life. It's part of your DNA. I'm also uh, excited to continue our our next quest that we're doing. That yeah. I'm DMing for. It's really. Woo. I'm enjoying it a lot. I drew a map Weird. for it the other day. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited. And that's it. I don't. That's all. That's all yeah. I got. For the people that have been listening to our D&D podcast, the first segment was DM'd by our friend Michael. It's the Eye of Vecna one. We're still working on that. But after that one, then we get to Chris's. So. Yeah. yeah. Look forward to it. It's going to be a little bit, but we'll, we'll get there for you. All right, Charlie. Okay, my good things. I mean, one good thing that happened, which we haven't even touched on yet, was that we got podcast equipment. Oh, yeah, if yeah. you couldn't tell. If we... you couldn't tell, we're talking into microphones and shit. Yeah. That's why it sounds a lot better. <laughs> yeah. And we're actually at like fairly even levels and yep. stuff like that. We finally dedicated some money to getting a mixer and microphones and we overlook the necessity of mic stands, but that's not important. You can't tell. You can't hear the lack of it. It's fine. Yeah. I also wrote down that because we were talking about it recently, um, a good thing that happened was that I realized that I'm in a fairly unique job situation because all of my coworkers are really great. That's, that doesn't really happen usually. That's that's kind of sad that you have to be like, I, I am in a unique situation because it's not terrible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I get to dance at work often. Me I work. Too. If you don't know, I work, this is true, I work in a uh, pet nutrition store, you know, cla- classic retail with some extra education on top of it. But it's like, we just dance and hang out. And all of my coworkers and- are really nice, wonderful people that I would spend time with outside of work. That's cool. I would never do that. Yeah. I've, well, you know, at one of my jobs, the people who I work with are, most of them are pretty cool, but I don't ever hang out with them. Yeah. And they make it a point to tell me that I never hang out with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes Chris. He's never going to hang out with us. Oh, here comes that guy that doesn't hang out. Thinks he's too cool. Truth is, I just think I'm too late. Uh, uh, oh. Okay. And then one thing I learned, Christopher looked up looked up how to do this and i followed through with doing it i made mic stands out of uh wire wire hangers oh yeah that was pretty cool that's pretty yeah, i made the first one yeah you did yeah. but i made the rest of them yeah because yeah that, but that doesn't she mean i didn't it, learn how to do it i credited you in the beginning were you not listening i was he needs more credit. i just want more people he to needs... say that i'm good and well also another thing that i learned thanks to christopher was that magic eight balls have d20s in them yeah they do yeah, that's in, inside of Magic Well, it's a D twenty that has twenty different. It has twenty different options on it. What? Yeah, I know. Yeah, Isn't man. that weird? Are they giant? I think they're pretty big. Yeah, oh, they okay. must be. Right? I think we were saying she's saying it's probably the size of the categories D twenty. Whoa, shit! Yeah, because the triangles on it are pretty big. Yeah, let's. They have legible words on them. Let's break one open. Let's yeah, crack actually, one skull. The, the way I I learned it was um somebody broke one open and they made like a decision die out of it. That's and it was cool. really cool, That's and I thought about really like cool. making a character an NPC based on that. It was pretty cool. That's very yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm thinking about smashing mine open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Who cares? Got to like make sure that black brine doesn't get. Yeah, <laughs> open it outside. And then one thing I'm looking forward to is DMing for the first time. Since we're Yay. doing all of this D and D, we're kind of planning on switching between. <sighs> who's dming for each quest and i'm i started writing my first quest ever and i'm gonna dm i'm excited i'm very excited for it i don't know that it's gonna be fantastic but it's gonna be something it's gonna be something it's gonna be an experience and it'll be fun regardless Mm -hmm. and i'm looking forward to it 
I'm a little nervous, but it'll be cool. Yeah, it's I'm a little nerve wracking. It was fun. Yeah, and that's it. Those were my things. Okay, uh, my three things thing. Uh, one good thing is that uh, just now we had Witch Witch, Ugh. which uh, that's always a good thing. That's, that's always, always a good, good thing. thing. Yeah, if you don't know what that is, it's a restaurant that lets you customize. It's like the best of Quiznos and Subway, and no shittiness. It's yeah. top tier. It's god tier sandwich place. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it would be like if Subway or Quiznos were like good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be like if somebody was like, hey, let's actually buy good ingredients. Yeah, it's delicious. But um, anyway, so that's to take pleasure in the little things. And also, yes. yeah. <laughs> good addition. It just, yeah. <laughs> um, I agree. I was just also because, like, I, I, my good thing was pants. Like, pa- well, that's was, true. I yep, was taking, yeah. taking a little pride in the little, little stuff there. Yeah. Sorry, continue. But also, it could be a good thing later in a later podcast, but I'm just going to say that I I bought gifts. I'll just say gifts. Uh, it's going to be good. I forgot you said you did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what it's a good hell? thing. I'm excited. Why? You'll see. I'm so confused. I'm excited. I yeah. am too, but I'm scared. I'm always a little bit excited and scared in my life. It was a drunk impulse, so I just did oh, it. Oh, hell yeah. And now it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an actual good drunk impulse. That's, that's cool. That's yeah. Those don't happen that often. Like, <laughs> I like when that works out. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I learned was about a new comic called The Midnighter, Ooh. Uh, which it, it actually made me want to start uh, buying it, so I'm going to finding out about um, this new DC comic about an openly gay antihero, oh. and he's headlining his own comic now, and he actually works side by side with Dick Grayson, which is really cool. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, he was compared to kind of the Punisher and Deadpool in the sense of like, he has a sense of humor, and he also kills his enemies, huh. um, so he's like a chaotic good character. That's um, really cool. Sort of, yeah. It was described by a site called AV Club as one of the funniest laugh out loud comics while also being emotionally weighty. Ooh. So I don't know. I, th- I think it sounds like a cool comic to begin with and it's supporting LGBT characters. So fuck yeah. Hell yeah. That'll be so cool. Yeah, I'm going to start reading it issue by issue. And one thing I'm looking forward to is actually uh, a couple things like events. Uh, I found out that there's going to be a metal swap meet in San Diego. What? Yeah. And I'm going to go I'm going to bring iron. Yeah, good. Good. I'll bring a titanium tin. <laughs> We could swap them. We'll just get. What if we just kept naming off metals until we couldn't think of any more? That's just the rest of the podcast. <laughs> naming metals. A metal swap meet. Close iron. Do describe exactly what that means. Um, swap meet meaning like it's kind of like a flea market where people just bring all their like. No, I mean metal. Oh, swap me- meat. So she wouldn't know. Okay. Well, metal is a form of music. No. It is also no a what mineral. Is, what does metal swap meet mean? It's a swap meet for metal memorabilia paraphernalia. I went so to a uh, I went to a record swap meet one time and it was pretty cool I guess it was <laughs> I regret talking right now <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to say but I started a sentence you think you have a story but uh, you I, don't I I just like forgot what that whole situation was about like the details of it so You're just like I went to a themed swap meet once and that's that and that's that. <laughs> but yeah, I think just like just like memorabilia, like old records or or band cool. merch and stuff. So it it'll be fun to find other like minded people and actually like hard to find things. Yeah. So that would be cool. I bought an album when I went to the garage sale <laughs> or uh, swap meet. It, it was, was a gra- a, it, it was just a... keeps downgrading. It was a swap meet. It was it was a flea market. It was a garage sale. It was it was actually <laughs> I I actually just found a record. <laughs> no, I went to it was a swap meet. I didn't think it was put on by uh one a record label or something, and they were like, oh that's cool. So a bunch of people came out and there was a lot of like punk memorabilia and records and stuff. And I bought a 
Dangers album there. Oh, there you go. There's your story. It came it out. Was a sh- there, mm. It was hidden in there. Yeah, who cares? I cares. I cares. All right, keep going. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be uh, at that. It's on May 7th from 11 to 5. Wait, where is it? In San Diego at Queen Bee Queen Bee's Art Cultural Center in San Diego. Huh. Never heard of that place, but that sounds cool. <laughs> Did that tickle you? He sounded like a robot shutting yeah. down by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good for me. Yeah, okay. And I'm also really looking forward to uh the Ren Fair. <laughs> Um, the Irwindale one, the like actual like legit the pleasure, pleasure fair. fair. My cousin just posted a picture of her at that what? on the old Instagram. You have a cousin? I have well, several cousins. You have fa- a family? Well, I wouldn't call them family, but I do have cousins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, that one recently started, which apparently your cousin went to, and it goes until May 15th. And then there's also the Escondido Ren Fair. That's like really near us. It's going to be starting next weekend, I think. Yeah, not this weekend, but next weekend. Yeah, April 23rd to May 1st in Felicita Park in Escondido. Heck yeah, we're going to go and it's going to be great. I'm debating if I want to cosplay there or not because we've, we've cosplayed at um, the Pleasure Fair. The Pleasure Fair before. And that was like a, a different experience at a convention. It was actually kind of cool and kind of upsetting at the same time. Yeah. In the way of, like, people were in character, but they didn't know who we were or what we were supposed to be at all. Like, at least at a convention, people know that you're cosplaying. It was, what was weird was that people seemed to have no idea what we were when, like, I was obviously an elf. Yeah. You're we also can go just from like, there. you're like a gremlin. Sarah's yeah. a gremlin. Well, yeah, but she's an elf. Yeah. <laughs> and people, a lot of people were, like, super fascinated with Cole's hat because it's yeah. a dumb design that no one should ever wear. True. It catch you very shady. I don't know if you know, listener, but every time that there's ever been a pleasure fair in Southern California, it's been so fucking hot. Yeah, I wish that they would do stuff in like the winter. It's actually because they put the pleasure fair in hell. Yeah. They locate it in the center of hell. Yeah, they do. In the middle of summer. Irwindale, California. (laughs) AKA April. The cruelest month. month. April is the cruelest month. I have like... I remember because it's so fucking hot. I remember going to that fair a couple years ago and like trying to dress appropriately for the heat, which I don't normally do because I need to cover my my Your sensitive skin. Body. But like I had like a parasol and I wore a dress and whatever, and it was still like the air doesn't move in Irwindale. It's yeah. just hot. It's just a hundred and thirteen degrees standing. It's disgusting, and you can't go naked because it just melt. Exactly. I'm excited to be doing a. Yeah, we talked about it on the other podcast, how we planned on doing Peter Pan and Tink and Yay! Hook and stuff. Hook might not be so great for you. It would be hot as fuck. It would be hot as fuck in your pirate coat. But oh for us, I think it'd be fun. Oh, yeah. I'll be cosplay. good to go. My um, balls are going to sweat off. They're going to drip onto the concrete. That's gross. Plop. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound balls make. When they hit concrete, yes. Yeah. There is no concrete. The joke's on you. There's yeah, If it were at the... It's just really hard-packed dirt. Yeah. Sorry. Guys, uh, should have fact-checked that one before I said it. Yeah, you idiot. I know. I'll just be kicked around. I'm sorry, that was mean. I feel bad about it It, immediately. Oh, whoa, is me. Don't be sad. Too late. Um, But yeah, I think cosplaying is becoming more uh, frequent at at (laughs) Ren Fairs, though. Like, apparently, like this uh, with this Ren Fair year, um, uh, people are actually planning to uh, meet up for Dragon Age stuff. I don't know which. Fair they're going to, but I'm it's a thing. guessing the pleasure fair because it's Probably. the big one that's easily accessible from both San Diego and Los Angeles. This too. 
A lot of people live in LA. Yes. Speaking of like medieval themed stuff, like should we get into D and D talk now? Because you guys have a lot of information to talk about. Huh? That I got some stuff to talk about. Sure. Yeah. Pull that out of your pocket. Oh, Are it's actually not stuff? in my pocket. Are we what? what Are you done say? with Renfrew stuff? That was it. That's not what you're gonna say about. What else do you want to talk about? I don't fucking know. You want to elaborate? Oh, you got nothing to talk about, but you want to talk more, huh? I feel like there's a lot. Why don't you just continue talking? You know what? Never mind. <laughs> Fine. But yeah, whenever we go to the Ren Fair, whatever weekend we choose, we will let you know on we social will. meads. Social meads. Social meads. That's what we call them because we don't have time to talk about uh, other stuff. Yep. So I wanted to talk about the old uh, Dungeons and Dragons because we've been really into it recently. So just into so it. fucking deep into it. It's kind of all I do all day. Like when I have free time, I'm just doing. D&D related stuff. That's kind of really where funny. I'm at too. Lately on my lunch breaks, I've been listening to Drunks and Dragons and yeah. I've been like making notes on my phone for my quest. I've never been so like fully and deeply involved in like a game. It's really cool. <laughs> it's really, really cool because it's so open-ended. There's no limitation to what you can yeah. do, honestly. You can make it literally anything, which almost makes it really daunting. Yeah. But Yeah. And to add on to that, because you, I know you are having trouble... Trying to conceptualize your yes. ideas, and I was I wrote down a few things that are tools for the DMs to use. The source that I use most often is actually Reddit. Reddit has several subreddits that are um, related to D and D. They have uh, the regular D and D one, which is just D N D, and then they have D and D behind the screen, which is uh, more DM centric, and then they have one called World Building, which is all about like actual world building yeah, in your really campaign, so cool. which is really cool. And then they have one called RPG, which is more of a blanket one, and uh, another called Map Making, which also awesome. another bl- blanket one. But yeah, they have some really, really cool stuff. Most of the stuff I've learned, I've actually learned from going on Reddit, and they have s- just so, so many posts about them. Um, that's definitely something that I want to yeah. look into, just because I, I feel like as a first-time quest writer right now, I'm in a good place to talk about how kind of hard it is to start. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It is difficult to start. It's like, yeah, it's basically like any other form of creativity. It's just like, where the fuck do I begin yeah. in this? Yeah. Not to mention, like, other people are going to depend on you for, like, yeah. guidance. Well, and, and, it, and it's so, it can be literally anything yeah that you want it to be and it's such a it's a different level of creativity because it's so it's interactive so you have to you're you're very dependent on what your players do you have to be on your toes all the time you have to have no matter how well thought out your quest is your players could completely throw that to the wind. Yeah, it ain't going to be linear, buddy. With something yeah. on the spot. And mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I've been reading a lot about it, and most people tend to agree that less is more when it comes to mm-hmm. writing quests and yeah. campaigns and stuff. Is you know, write down the basic ideas of what you want, what the, where the story's going, but then like, yeah, or just, just let of, it go. Because yeah. like, yeah, if you adhere to like this one thing that you want to do, and you like, yeah, you railroad the other people. Yep. Well, and you were saying to me too, Chris, when because my issue right now is I still don't know what the end of my quest is going to be one second you just called me chris and it was really weird i'm sorry because you always call me christopher sorry continue what you're saying (laughs) it was really strange i don't know it it felt weird for me too for the record but my issue right now is that i don't have an end to my quest and you told me like remember that like your players are gonna write it for yeah. you. Yeah, like, yeah, the players write your story for you. Yeah, honestly. it's okay if you don't have every single little kink work out, yeah. worked out because it's gonna be written for you. Yeah, I, like I said on Reddit, there's a whole bunch of stuff 
One of the things that I saw that probably was one of my favorite things that I read was to be a DM, don't be a DM. And in general, what it was saying was that when you're when you're saying like, what do I do in this? The answer is to stop being a DM. And then like when you you're making things that exist in real life, like mm-hmm. you're not making up a story for characters like you're building a dungeon that isn't a dungeon. It's like a thing that is used like it's it's a prison or it's some somewhere where someone is like storing right. something or or if you're uh, making a villain like you're not making somebody who's just like a bad uh, guy. A bad guy. Yeah. yeah, you're built bu- bu- like what is his goal? Like what is what yeah. is the idea? And it's like with basic NPCs. story building like yeah. you have to have something to play off of. There like, needs to be like purpose a, like, for yeah. everything because nothing exists for the sole sake of people finding it. Yeah. yeah. And uh like one of the things it says like to build an NPC, don't build an NPC, be a person. Think about where you live and why think about your opinions and motive and motivations and how they affect you and your personality yeah and it, and it makes for like that sort of thing like versus just like a villain you know it makes it easier actually for the players to interact with that yeah. and then the dm already has Helps this in mind with so. immersion yeah yeah and, and that's think, really important i think then too as a dm it'll make it easier for you to improv as these npcs because you have at least a teeny tiny bit of a backstory worked out for them mm-hmm. so you know like if the player Players happen to inquire about this person's life. You can tell you that have story. An answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the things on D and D behind the screen was a this guy. He he called it his like overly my overly complex random NPC generator, and it's fucking <sighs> oh, amazing. It has <laughs> it makes like the best the best NPCs because it is really complex. Like That's, you can randomize everything. That is so cool that someone actually like took the time to. Because, okay, there's only so much that you can draw from your own brain, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of fucking NPCs that you run into in D&D. Yes. Yeah. So, like, what is, does it, is it a site, or is it? Yeah, uh, it's npcgenerator.azurewebsites.net, and um, I'm going to generate a few. One of them's out of here. So, this one is a, uh, her name is Friendliness, and she's a 261-year-old female tiefling page. She Whoa. has very long, wavy black hair and brown eyes. She has rugged tan skin with red complexion. Stands 179 centimeters tall and has a regular build. She has a sharp, slightly typical face, and she has a piercing on her right ear, a large piercing on her right eyebrow. And she discreetly worships Saloon, goddess of the moon, stars, navigation, prophecy, questers, lycanthropes. And she's uh, it's neutral good god. She always has a backup plan. She's non-materialistic. She will never say no to a duel. She is Ooh. fascinated by fruits. What the yeah, fuck? Seriously. Yeah. Is this and then, just random? You, know, you just click a button and it's just like, yeah, here you go. Yeah, it randomly generates. When wow. you, can, you can choose the race, you can choose sex, you can choose alignment and occupation, but then it'll, it can randomize the rest. That's yeah, so useful. It's really cool. Huh? I was saying what? when, because Christopher showed this to me this morning, and I was saying what's so cool is like, if you have no ideas... Or yeah. if, like, you're making a big campaign and you want a random side quest for your characters mm-hmm. to encounter, you can do one of these and make that be your quest starter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, which is and, so fucking cool. You know, cool. it has it has ability scores and it has relationships, like, sexual orientation, straight, relationship status, single, alignment tendencies. Like, it'll show, like, yeah. good, lawful, neutral. And then it'll have, down at the bottom, it has plot hook. And what? Uh, the plot hook for her is she challenges a PC to duel to the death. Oh my god. Isn't that amazing? Whoever made this is a fucking saint. Yeah. What? That person is a genius. Um, yeah. His name on Reddit is Etinus, E-T-I-E-N-S-S. Well, he's amazing. Guys, yeah. so ridiculously good. Like, that's that's amazing. That must took so much work. And I'm going to do, I'm going to generate. Yeah, I was going to say, do, do another one. This one is Aaron Goldback, a 220-year-old mountain, male mountain dwarf, locksmith. He has a very long, straight, red hair and gray eyes, smooth, pale skin, and a golden complexion. Stands 119 centimeters tall and has a lean build. 
has an oval cute face with a Aww. long braided pencil mustache. <laughs> he is very clumsy. He doesn't worship any gods. He's very em- em- empathic to others. Very optimistic. He doesn't like his profession. He's always dreamed of becoming a farmer. He doesn't like parting with his money or possessions. This guy sounds adorable. He doesn't he's... like that he's a locksmith. Was that what yeah. he was? He wants to just he's be a farmer. farmer. He wistfully dreams and he's empathetic. He's yeah. um, <laughs> he's straight and he's recently widowed. Aww. And uh, he is a werebear and tries to convince <gasps> the PCs to let him change them as well. <laughs> Wait a minute! Yeah, Whoa. and sometimes, sometimes the because it's random, it comes up with the craziest shit that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. But other times, it's really, really good. Yeah, like him being a werebear and trying to convince the player character doesn't yeah. really go with the fact that he wants to be a farmer. Yeah, but well, that's there that's you go. Still, you I could, mean, as a DM, you could totally pick and choose. Yeah. But also, like, well, he's really empathetic, but nobody can empathize with him because he's a werebear uh, and he just point. wants people. He to just be wants friends. He just let's, wants people guys, to be with him. Let's go start a farming commune of werebears. Yeah. Let's pe- will we understand each other. Yeah, it'll help be me great. get over my wife. Yeah, I'm oh, so God. lonely. All right, so this one is Emmeline McKinnon. She's an 18-year-old female human forester. Short, straight, gray hair shaved on the right side and black eyes. Rough, pale skin with a brown complexion. 155 centimeters tall, overweight build. Square, incredibly ordinary face. (laughs) She smells heavily of horses. (laughs) She fervently worships Akadi, goddess of air, movement, and speed. She would rather act than than talk or think. She's very greedy. She likes animals more than people. She has a story for everything. And her plot hook... Oh, she's straight and in a relationship, by the way. Her plot hook is, she needs help exercising her friend. Her friend needs an exorcism, and she needs help with it. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. She sounds like a nightmare. This is one of the coolest yeah. coolest tools I've ever seen. It's that so cool. Really, yeah. No, seriously, so awesome. Like, even, like, just for, like, a random side quest in a bigger yeah. campaign. Or you can totally use that to write, to a, write quest. a quest. Dude, yeah. this makes me want to, like... Okay, like, I'm into creating my own comics and, like... <laughs> Even just for RPing sake, like if the well is running dry, just fucking plot this in, make a story for something, make an OC. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah that so is that's, an that's really invaluable cool resource. And there's like, there's other um, tools like this on Reddit on the D and D behind the screen. There's like all sorts of tools like that. Nice. Did you find any other ones? Yeah, right. um, the other ones have to do with, for the most part, the other uh, I had two that have to do with map building, and one of them's one of them's more for dungeon building and like mm-hmm. like building stuff like that. Like, uh, and it's called uh, fantasymapbuilder.com. It's really cool. I need to work with it more because I was having a little bit of trouble with it, like trying to delete things that I put in. I couldn't figure out how. But uh-huh. other than that, it was really cool for making maps for sure. That's super useful too. That, yeah. Because like, yeah. Even if you don't necessarily show your players as DM to have it all totally plotted out. A lot of it was for use on Roll20. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Roll20.net. It sounds familiar, but it's, I don't know It's a it way for people to play um, to play tabletop games over... Yeah, who aren't yeah. Local. together, and we yeah. usually play locally, so it's it's not really all that useful for us. But it it is really cool. It's roll twenty dot net. It will and be if we ever play. It, with you can Michael actually go on Skype. there and find other players too. Like you can oh. find a group if you don't have one, and nice. it's got a bunch of cool tools and stuff on there. And then the other one was for more for making like world maps, like mm-hmm. continents and stuff. And it was called Incarnate, like I N K A R N A T E dot com. And that one was pretty cool for making uh, yeah. world maps. I used it for a little bit, and it was, it was pretty cool. It looks. For for my non-creative brain, it it looks a little like hard for me to use because I wouldn't know where to start. But like, yeah. it's user friendly. It's just like it looks like there's a lot of options. You know, it's another thing I saw on on Reddit. A Reddit post was somebody who to make the shape of continents took a box of pasta, <laughs> poured it on a piece of paper, and outlined the pasta. 
Oh, that's smart. Like piled it together. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. There you go, Charlie. You can do that. That's perfect. Yep. I wonder if there are any map generators. There probably are. Oh, yeah, probably. Like randomly generate maps. Yeah, so you can just get that and then be like, okay, this is what it is. Yeah, and then like maybe build build around it. it, Or like Fantasy Map Builder had pre-made maps too. So like you could just have pre-made dungeons and stuff. That's cool. If you didn't want to have to figure it all out yourself. It had like locked doors, chests, treasure, beds, chairs, like anything you'd want to put in there. Very cool. And it had the ability to like hide the things so that like your players can't only see the part of the map they're in. Which was really cool. That's if you're playing like obviously on something. Yeah, I've seen that actually. (laughs) Like depending on how they progress, like it, like it's it's all shadowed, Mm -hmm. and then it opens it up as they move. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I feel like I have seen that before. Mm -hmm. Or like it had like roofs, and then once they get into the room, they can see what's in there. Mm -hmm. So if you're ever trying to figure out some DM stuff, just. Really, really, this is just a plug for Reddit, honestly. Yeah, right. <laughs> D&D go to like, go to Reddit. So D and D subreddits are really helpful. Oh yeah, and also like there's a D and D homebrew Tumblr. We talked about it before, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, I've oh, been, yeah, I've been... I, I forgot. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention. There's another. Um, there's another subreddit called Unearth Arcana, and that one's all for. It's mostly homebrews. It, oh, I think it's all homebrews actually. I think that's like the main thing. Nice. Okay, because yeah. I I'm I ever since like we found out about that, I've been pretty into it like looking at yeah, the different really races cool. <laughs> and classes that people come up with it's cool i i need to look into it more i haven't yet because i know that it's just gonna make it's me want to make a new character yeah yeah like it does like i, I already just, have one really in does. mind speaking of homebrews we can talk about what we were talking oh, about yeah. earlier, today. earlier today i brought up the idea of having a like zombie apocalypse survival kind of a uh, tabletop game tabletop rpg yeah. and we were uh just kind of fleshing out some like classes i guess they'd be classes and maybe backgrounds yeah, yeah. like professions yeah like versus classes it would be like professions yeah. prior to the zombie apocalypse and then like instead of races it would be like background like upbringing or or yeah something like that probably so we were we were just talking about how trying to work commonplace jobs into like translate them into like, zombie attributes and stuff, like attributes yeah. and skills and mm-hmm. stuff like obviously like a doctor yeah doctor. or is an easy one to translate across mm-hmm. he's basically like a healer have high intelligence yeah and you're talking about like a construction worker and mm-hmm. stuff like that would be really valuable construction but then worker. we were also talking about like even more commonplace things like a homeless person yeah, yeah. having or... survival skills i thought that was a pretty smart or yeah. like a teacher being good at persuasion you'd said yeah and uh, having fairly high intelligence probably obviously. Had, i imagine a teacher would have all right charisma too teacher yeah, yeah. good right, charisma right, diplomacy sure. and then like politicians and businessmen are like <laughs> good at persuasion and deception yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i just wanted to try to maybe write some of that stuff down and hopefully if anybody's listening and they have ideas for it they can yes, let yes us know. please do send I, us I just your posted ideas some on twitter about it but nah, nobody really follows our twitter so <laughs> hopefully yeah, they will just reaches more people so. since it'll be more active yeah like we want to have ideas and share ideas and, and do things and yeah yeah so if you have any ideas contact us somewhere on tumblr on instagram on twitter on facebook yeah we're all we're all kind of in charge of one of those now so we'll we will pay attention hey, yeah or we'll even see it. straight to our email yeah. kadanad cosplay at, at gmail.com yeah yeah, I, I can can we record a zombie D and D game? Yeah, I mean if yeah, we, we if we write one. it, then I'm just, I want to record it. Yeah, and I was thinking another thing I was I was mentioning is like making a world for it. Maybe wouldn't be that easy or fun because it's like I don't know zombies aren't intelligent creatures at all. So like they yeah. Don't. But like I was thinking about taking like finding a piece of the U.S. or finding a piece of the actual real world that exists mm-hmm. and playing it in that. Yeah, and that'd be really cool. Yeah, because like the idea like the different but dynamics of of uh 
populated city, like a big city versus like a rural background is yeah, really definitely interesting. And I mean, I'm I'm sure like I already fairly certain that there is already like a tabletop type game that focuses on that. Oh in, yeah, like, sure there realm. Is. But like, it'd be cool to like personalize it to yeah, what I want to make our own, yeah, our own yeah. dynamics. I'm interested stuff. too on how we would incorporate quest getting in a zombie apocalypse. Most of, you know? I imagine, yeah. what would be going on is more day-to-day survival than yeah. actual quest. Quest would be like, your party member is some, like the flu or something, and that's probably not a good yeah. idea, not a good thing yeah. in this environment. Get or into... like getting medicine or, or finding food. But then if they ever encounter other people. Or like yeah. gathering mm-hmm. supplies to make something in your base, if you have like a, a base set up or something. Mm-hmm. Or encountering other people, like other yeah. people getting involved. Mm-hmm. Or it's... being terrible people. That's, exactly. yeah. Like it's, it's the possibility Possibilities are infinite. You just got to be creative with it. Yeah, I know. I want to try it out. I do too. It sounds super fun. fun. I feel like the possibility of dying would be so much higher. Yeah, yeah. than I was actually thinking that too. Like the encounters are going to be weird to play. Yeah, because I imagine most of the encounters are going to involve running away. Oh yeah, that's true. Which is fine by me because honestly, encounters for me after doing our campaign and how how long the encounters took, the little encounters to me aren't worth it. Honestly, they take away from the immersion for me because they take forever. You're just like rolling and not hitting and that's yeah i think with a zombie one it would take like your attributes would count so much more like if you can actually deceive this person or if you can actually like like if you're fast enough to get away from these or if you're skilled enough to kill it easily yeah Yeah. also like a zombie's ac would be really low would be really low yeah Yeah. you would just have like it'd be like 50 50 if you hit it Yeah. yeah and the the major thing would be like is your ac or your reflex high enough to not get bit kind yeah, of thing yeah can you dodge well and do you roll above a 10 because also like zombies aren't going to be overly coordinated so they're not going to have a super easy time getting at you yeah. yeah i think like a lot of the game is going to be avoiding getting into situations that you can't get out of you know like yeah. avo- mm-hmm. avoiding situations where there's too many zombies or there's you're in a small enclosed area with them yeah already like we haven't even figured anything out about this world really and, and i so already wa- i want to make a quest for yeah, it me like, too. already i've wanted a, like an actual game like a I know there's a game that exists right now and I can't Daisy, maybe that's like an RPG, but I've always wanted a like a really cool, like legitimate survival kind of yeah. uh, zombie yes. RPG, and it doesn't really. I don't. I haven't ever played one, so let's make it happen, man. Yeah, I Hell think yeah. we can do it with our buddies. Like, yeah, and we know enough people who are like into that kind of thing and are smart enough to figure it out with us. So. Yeah, and please, listeners, send us your ideas because yes. I let's think that, that would be really helpful to get extra input. Yeah, and let's I mean, build I'll, this together. I'll, we'll, we'll compile it so that we can share it with yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm oh stoked. God, I'm so pumped. Guys, gonna do all the art for it yeah, i just okay. forced him to yeah okay. i'll do that <laughs> because i just said it it's i mean <laughs> recorded now it's it's going into the universe it's gone it's Damn it. committed verbal contract yeah. <laughs> all right you could totally just delete this from the podcast and nobody nope, would ever that's know that's not gonna happen i'll do it i agree it's fine i'll put i'll, put, I'll start putting out art and then people yeah people get excited when they see art they yeah. get excited visual yeah. we'll make characters and then uh i already have characters dude i have I, I know you do i have comic ideas we have video game ideas for yeah. concepts and i'm fucking ready yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. It'd be really cool to do. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm so looking forward to it. It's going to take a lot of work to figure it, is, it all out, it is but gonna it's going to be so worth it. It has begun. Um, we said it, and now we have to do it. Yep. It seriously smells like cinnamon so hard. That's my cinnamon butthole, I told you. Do you keep farting, or is it just a constant aroma? Well, I mean, it was an expensive stick. It better work. All right, it's just saturated into you. I smell it a lot. Weird. Let's not sort of deviate from what we're doing Sorry. right now, <laughs> Should we, do you want to take a break or do we want to go right into what we're doing next? Let's do a little break. Okay. We're going to come back strong. And we're back. 
Hello. Welcome back. Hi there. All right. So since we're still in the in the realm of RPG sort of fantasy, fantasy worlds, <laughs> we're going to celebrate the uh, release of the full Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them trailer Yes. Uh, with a quiz. A super fun quiz. A quiz that we found online. That is, uh, which Harry Potter creature would you be? <laughs> so oh, man. what we're going to do is we're going to go through and read each question and all of the answers. We're each taking this quiz and then we'll tell you which choice each of us picks. But, yes. All right, Charlie, take us off with the first question. Okay, question one. That kid you hate is getting away from all of the bad things he did again. Oh, rats. You hide puking pastels in his porridge. He he he. Tell the teachers to confront the kid. Maybe you can stop him from being so mean. Tell him that if he stops, you won't get him into more trouble. If he doesn't, you'll inform the teachers and let him cry in agony. <laughs> Ignore it. But if he does it again, he'll be sorry. Think... How dare he bring shame to your class? You'll claw his eyes out. Whoa, pal. That's a little aggressive. Hide behind a post in the corridor. Uh, when he walks past, you'll punch him. <laughs> that so, one's really funny. So stealthy. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just like in the arm. Ow. Here's a good one. Stalk him the whole day. One toe out of line, and he's asking for it. What is he asking for? Well, it. I don't know. Man. It. A punch. My dick. Or last but not least, make his life miserable. He won't want to be alive when you're finished with him. <laughs> That's These that's actually the choice I choose is make his life miserable. He won't be alive when you're finished uh, with him. I'm going to tell him that if he doesn't stop, he's going to get in more trouble and let him cry in agony. I was going to choose that one, but I don't want to choose the same Let's one do, as you. Oh, you can choose the same one. Whatever. But I also kind of wanted to choose the punch him one. Yeah, that one's pretty Would funny. you punch him though? No, but yeah, I would come love on, be the true, idea. Be true to your school. <laughs> She's not a Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw's can be mean. I just don't think that she would punch anybody. No. I wouldn't. She's very small. All right, I'm a, I'm gonna do the crying crying agony. agony. Oh, jeez, <laughs> that was a weird. It's really option. pathetic. But all right, all right. So second question: You receive a mysterious package. Ooh. You find a tiny hole in the package. Whoever made that hole is going to pay. <laughs> Tell your friends about it. You snicker with them when you see someone you like looking at you. Think what? you know who it is. You'll ask them and thank them later. Put your stuff in a pile. You won't share. <laughs> Open it. No reason to do anything else. Stalk someone you think it might be to see if they say anything about it. Why? Open what's it with all the stalking? Obviously, this person was important enough to have good taste. Hide a love note under your enemy's pillow just because it's funny. <laughs> Wait, uh, the last option was funny. What is that? I'm just going to hide. This is unrelated to the package I found, but I'm going to hide a love note under my enemy's pillow. Uh, I'm, I think I'm just going to go with open it and use it. Obviously, this person was important enough to have good taste. I'm probably going to open it and use it the same as you. All right, I'm going to choose okay. open it, no reason to do anything yeah. else. I don't care. Sure. Next question. You have a crush on the girl guy. You want to impress them. You act normal, but get defensive if anyone else likes or hurts him or her. Show off how strong you are. <laughs> Tell them you like them and do something nice for them. Make someone else look hilarious. <laughs> okay. I made you look hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> or hang with the rebelliously cool kids. <laughs> How do you feel now that you look hilarious? <laughs> you stupid. I'm going to go with act normal but get defensive if anyone else likes or hurts him. Oh. Her. I'm going to go with tell them you like them and do something nice for them. The option to do nothing is not there. So, uh. Why don't you make someone else look hilarious? I'll make someone else look hilarious. Ha, 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 ha. Devious. You got a bad grade. Your mom says she got a higher one when she was your age. <laughs> you. Slip the letter into someone else's bag so they think they are in trouble. 
Dear Ron. Oh no, I'm in trouble. My name's not even Ron. <laughs> Write back saying that you tried very hard. Plus, C plus isn't that bad. Tell her you know you didn't try your best and that you're sorry. Aw. Brush it off. You look cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. I look cool, Mom. Feel really bad. You had hoped you would have made her proud. Aw. Do nothing. She can't be that mad. This she last one's my favorite. Or shred the letter before you can read it. Before, before you, you can, can read, read it? it? That means you have no idea what it said. She's like, from mom, and he Fuck fucking you, ripped mom. it up. Yep. <laughs> mom has nothing good to say anyway. I'm gonna do nothing. What's she gonna do from me? Do from here? She can't do. I'm gonna brush me. it off. You look cool. You look cool. I'm gonna write back saying that I tried very hard and a C plus isn't that bad, Mom. Whoa, Christopher. <laughs> you just took your final exam. Your best classes: life skills, science, English. None of them or PE. <laughs> Go with English. Life skills? Is that a class? That's like fucking home ec. Yeah. I'm of just... these choices, English. Yeah, English. I'm gonna say that. Holy shit! The next question is so funny. Okay. <laughs> right. <clears throat> you get hit by a ball during your walk outside. You tell the kid it's fine, even when it's not. <laughs> Make the kid's life miserable. Whoa. Tell the kid it's fine and keep walking. Tell the kid it's fine, but keep his ball. Plan to sneak off into the bushes and scare the kid off. Tell him it's fine, but give him back a water balloon that looks like his ball instead. That's so fucking funny. (laughs) Just like, hey, it's okay. It's fine. This is a water balloon. (laughs) Is it? (laughs) We're Uh, at Hogwarts. It could be anything. He can just use your cantrip to make it look like a ball. Yeah, exactly. Tell the kids it's fine and go to the nurse for healing. (laughs) Yell at the kid that threw it. Careless. Yell at, the, they, they, yell at the kid that threw it careless uh, no 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 sorry mine's gonna be um tell it's tell the kid it's fine but keep his ball <laughs> it's fine and then put it in my pocket i'm gonna give him that water balloon i'm gonna tell the kid it's fine even when it's not <laughs> that would be that would be my answer but i'm gonna be a dick <laughs> i know that i would just be like uh, it's fine whatever yeah and then i would walk away and be really mad about it <laughs> okay you see some big guy beating up someone younger than you you ignore him. You won't beat him in a fight. Ignore it. It's not you, but if it was, he would pay. Oh, yeah. That makes it totally different. Yep. The the way you think about it. Yep. <laughs> Changes the outcome. <laughs> Sneak an old fish sandwich into his bag. He will reek. Nah, 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 he's going to look hilarious. <laughs> wait until the fight's over, then help the kid physically and mentally. Uh, what? You're going to wait? Okay. You're going to wait Just until watching he's him beat up. Get yeah. beat up. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, I'm, I'm going to be there to nurse his wounds. <laughs> beat up the bully or defend the kid. I'm going to defend the kid. Defend the I'm kid. not strong, but probably yeah, stand up for I d- him. Yeah, I'd defend yeah. the kid. Let's all do that. All right, Christopher? You are told you. <laughs> <laughs> you are told you have to spend a very long road trip with someone you don't really want to drive with. You reluctantly go. Think, this is a good opportunity. I'll get to know them. Put a whoopee cushion on their seat. You might not like them, but at least something will be entertaining. Oh, make them look hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Hope they are nice. Go and make a riot in the car. Maybe even accidentally. What? You shoot your pants or what? Premeditated accidents. (laughs) Fight for your seat. They aren't taking it anything away from you. (laughs) Think, perfect. You will make them miserable. (laughs) Don't want them in your car. (laughs) That's an answer. Don't want them in your car. You are told you have to spend a very long road trip with someone. You don't really want to go. You don't want them in your car. Done. <laughs> Wait, did you read Hope They Are Nice? I didn't hear you say that I one might. yet, but that's also one of Yeah, I think I did. 
Uh, I'm going to say, hope this is a good opportunity to get to know them. It's very nice of you. I'm just going to say reluctantly go. All right. All right. Next question. You read in, in the newspaper that one of your friends is a liar, <laughs> says the newspaper. <laughs> this just in. Kai's a liar. <laughs> oh! Oh, shit. You. Make them look bad. They'll pay for lying. Ugh. Choose not to talk to them. Get angry and try to hurt them. Don't do anything until they strike next. Then they'll get it. Tell them you don't think it's true, even if you do. Tell them you believe them. Hold on, that makes you a liar. Yeah. I feel, I feel like the, the only reasonable response to this is tell them you, you believe, believe them. in them. Yeah. Like, it, why would why would you just believe blindly what you saw in a newspaper? <laughs> what are you, a Ron? Also, like, I really like the don't do anything until they strike next. Yeah. What, get it. Like, I'm sorry, if they're a liar, how are you going to know? <laughs> they're a liar, not a murderer. Like, yeah. I'm going to tell them I believe them. This Me too. fucking next question. Oh, my God. Oh, is this one what? mine? Choose one. <laughs> Just choose one. It's not even. But no, no listen to the they, options. Okay, to okay. The options: ice, health, water, mischievous, <laughs> kindness, self-preserving, nobility, fire. Just like <laughs> elements, and then also just character Aspects. traits. Yeah. What just... the fuck? You hmm. can't have both. Am, okay. Am I ice or am I mischievous? <laughs> I'm going with fire. Also, health being thrown in there is funny. Son of a bitch. I got what you I You got to choose one. Okay, I'm going to choose health. Cool. Personally. I'm going to choose kindness. Oh, it's calculating. Oh, it's calculating. I got calculated already. What did you get, Chris? I'm a hippogriff. <gasps> Why is you that bad? Those. I'm buckbeak because it's a big fucking bird and I hate birds. Well, it's like it's part horse, though. Yeah, but. It's also all terrible. It's basically just a huge in all, bird. Honestly, in, in all honesty, if you're scared of birds, a hippogriff is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Even if you're yeah. not oh, yeah. scared of birds, That's... it's probably fucking terrifying. It's pretty intimidating. Yeah. I shouldn't have chose fire. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> Go back to your answer. Should have gone with nobility. <laughs> should have no, gone with self-preserving. Says, says, you are noble and free. Noble and free. I got Phoenix. Oh, hell yeah, I got Phoenix too. Oh, a couple phoenixes and a hippogriff. You are are a phoenix. You are kind (coughs) and beautiful Beautiful. with With an an honest heart. heart. Wow, we did it. All right, we're a bird party, and and, uh, Chris is the leader. Oh, god damn it. I hate it. That was fucking ridiculous. That quiz was maybe (laughs) the best quiz I've ever taken. That's amazing. It was fucking pure art. I love it. I just uh, randomly generated another NPC, and aside from everything else, her plot hook, she is a serial killer. She's a serial killer. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's really a plot hook. That is. I like that that's an option. Like, the rest of this is just like, she has scoliosis. Oh, like, a serial oh. killer she never, She never knows the current time and date. She wants to know every side of a story before expressing an opinion. Also a serial killer. <laughs> also a serial <laughs> She rarely speaks. Terrifying. Fucking wonder, terrifying. Like, how do you incorporate that into your quest? Like, does she try to serial kill one of the players? Yeah, or like, there's like, um... There's like a murder in town and, you know, you, yeah. they have the, the player characters. It's actually one of my class ideas. <laughs> yep. I wrote it down. Look, I'll show you. Will you show us as a DM? You're going to show uh, us your ideas? No, well, no, I'm not going to show you the idea. All, all I wrote down was murder mystery. Murder. <laughs> I thought it'd be a cool one to <laughs> that do. That would be a fun one. Like not a less, uh, less uh, like combat involved one. Or yeah, just, just like more. Sleuthing. Sleuthing. Well, and what's fun about like murder mysteries, it can go in so many directions. I think you should yeah, do it. Yeah, it was the butler. It's always the butler. It's, it's always, always the, the fucking butler. butler Sorry, man. guys. It was the butler. I ruined it. Moving on, since we are in the question realm, uh, we did get some cosplay questions. Which is insane. Somebody's yeah. listening to us, and that's cool. 
Yeah, it's scary. Do we have a name for this person? Yeah, it was, um, we got someone from Tumblr. Oh. Tumblr. Who is Aradia Migiri? Aradia Migiri. Yep. Aradia Migiri. That's quite a name. However we oh, say is, your if name. If your name is Aradia, that Aradia. is. Me? I, there's actually a, a kid in one of my programs named Aradia. So oh. It's spelled like that. Maybe so. And she is Giddy. She sent us three questions that uh, I think were pretty cool and could be useful to some people. The first question is, who is your cosplay inspiration, guys? Oh, my cosplay inspiration is actually you guys. Uh, I was thinking about this. It's you guys, because I, I only got into cosplay because of you guys. That was like a force. It wasn't an inspiration. It was like with well, fists. Well, I mean, I, and... I, it, was, it wasn't for lack of me wanting, though. Like, I would have wanted. I had to want it yeah. a little yeah. bit. Like, <laughs> we couldn't <laughs> convince you to. completely forced. Like, I hate this so much. We couldn't convince you to wear shoes two sizes too small for no. the sake of Riddler. No. Um, if you didn't want to. Yep. And because you guys are good at it. Like, you, you guys know what you're doing. Oh. It's cool. Oh, you're good at it. At it too. That's why you're, oh, come you're on. part of the team. Oh, come on. Yeah. For those of you guys that didn't know, we used to be a cosplay duo, and then Chris joined us. Joined yep. us as a trio. Yes, now I did. We're a trio, and it's great. Oh. Anyway, Charlie, who's your inspiration? Well, now I feel <coughs> that was so genuine and sweet <laughs> and disgusting. No, I mean it makes sense for me because I don't really follow big cosplayers at all. I, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that I don't know them. But, like, my actual inspiration is you guys. Well, you're sweet and adorable. Oh, stop. Please, stop. You guys are also my inspiration. But outside of that, Daphne Anosny. Daphne Anosny? Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Okay. Anosny. (laughs) Anosny vote. Don't worry, we'll edit that. Definitely. (laughs) Anosny for sure. She she is the best, you know. (laughs) She's Uh, the best around. Did you see um, she's going to be doing, what's her fucking face from DA2. God, uh, the fucking gypsy bitch. Gypsy Isabella? Isabella, yeah. Isabella's or a pirate. Or she said she was possibly Son going to. I don't, I hate I... it. I didn't like her character anyway, so. Wow. Whoa, buddy. That's my wife who you're talking about. I, you know what it is? It's I didn't give a shit. Well, that's not fair because like, Meryl, I love Meryl so very much. <laughs> that's, I was going to say I didn't give a shit about the companions from DA2, but actually I, I like Meryl the most. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Also, that's fucking awesome if she does Isabella. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Also, freaking Starcrossed is great. Oh, yes. Starcrossed is so great. For those of you that don't know, they're a couple cosplay team that do a lot of Dragon Age stuff with Alistair and the Warden and their mates. Yeah, and they're super sweet and yes. wonderful. Um, they like, the, yeah, they inspire me to like keep being sweet. Yeah. Like keep being active and interactive in the community because they do so much yeah and they like certainly have not gotten lost in whatever like quote quote fame they may mm-hmm. have i put quotes around it because cosplay fame is a funny con- it's silly. concept it's, yeah also i i mean like her dairy ayahan look it's impossible anyway they're, they're just very genuine kind people and and yeah i would say they inspire me too yeah, yeah. what you got well, okay. I actually have an answer written out here. Um, yeah, I didn't write anything. Like, <laughs> just like, mm, off the top of my head. But, um, like, okay, first getting into the cosplay scene, like, what made me want to become more serious about it instead of just, like, herp derp, mm-hmm. derping around was, like, you know, Team Ikosu oh, yeah. and Allegra Clark, who is, like, my favorite Isabella cosplayer, and now she does the voice of Josephine from yeah. Dragon Age yeah, Inquisition. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. And, like, of course, Yaya and Crystal Graziano and Commander Holly, who actually did Shepard. I always forget about her, and she's so sweet. She's so sweet and so 
fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. She's she's like a very approachable fucking nerdy type. Yeah. But anyway, like as of now, just to give names, I'm going to say right now uh, and for a while, G-Dragon, not from Big Bang, but like G-San from the cosplay community. He is my character, like being in character inspiration. Ooh. Yeah, because he's he's done different things, but he's settled into doing Hiccup from How to Train Your Dragon. He's so dedicated. He's learned, like, leather working to make that costume, and now he does, like, constant leather projects, and he perfects his voice to get it down. He perfects the mannerisms for a character, and That's it's just... fucking amazing. Yeah, it's really inspiring. Like, it, And he, like, if you look him up, like, he is... He is Hiccup. Hiccup. That's crazy. It's really cool. Um, And Kamui cosplay, which most people know, but she just inspires me for, like, just her craft. Because mm-hmm. she's constantly learning like all these new things. Like she learned, she taught herself how to do like lighting and soldering, and and she taught herself how like all the techniques of Wonderflex that became popular mm-hmm. in the cosplay community. And she's like a pro at armor and stuff, and just like she's like a fucking costume engineer. God she's damn. she's so cool. I love her. Um, and then um, Amaranth, A M O U R A N T H. She's a cosplayer from Texas. Do you know what that means? That's a that's a legendary undying flower. Oh yeah, Amaranth's. That's even cooler. Fun fact. Nice. Why do you know that? Because you know I things about I plants. I, well, no, actually, I learned that because of uh, AFI, my favorite oh, band. Oh, look at you. Now, okay, guys, I don't <laughs> want to get into a tangent here, but AFI used to be my favorite band prior to 2006. <laughs> so from 2006 on, AFI fucking sucks. <laughs> Just had to get that out there. So sorry, guys. That, well, okay, that wasn't fair. Definitely from like 2009 on, AFI sucked. 2006, AFI, whatever. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> you only get the hatred out after 2009. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay, so I that was, that I'm tangent. sorry, that was very <laughs> I appreciate it too. Um, Amaranth, uh, she is a fucking chameleon, and I that's just great. Like, I think right now she is actually working as a costume character, like, she does princesses and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, I learned about her because she was one of the first, like, links and Frodo's that I just fell in love with because Aww. she can look exactly like any character that she does, and it's fucking cool. That is that is definitely a trait to be like. That's something that I wish that I knew how to do. Yeah, I know. Like it, it's it, it, it fuels me and it makes me jealous and it it is an inspiration. So it's it's great. But um, okay, like not naming names and anything. Like honestly, seriously, like I had to think about this for a while for to get the names. But like what first came to my head was just like honestly, people like other people mm-hmm. like other cosplayers going to convention conventions and seeing how creative people get and like just being in the community and yeah, experiencing and like, it. And I was going to say too, like following cosplayers, not necessarily big names, but like yeah. just following cosplayers and getting to see their progress. I think about like Han, Han's mm-hmm. cosplay, watching her progress on Meryl was so amazing. And then um, yeah. Paige Lockhart Customs, Customs yeah. watching her progress on anything that she does and she busts out these projects in like no time and yeah. she does such a great job. It's like, like yeah, like all the people. inspiring. Yeah, exactly. Like all the people that you meet and like seeing the new projects that they're working on and seeing like progress and like the new things that they learn and how they apply them like it's fucking cool it drives me to keep doing stuff because they're still doing stuff yeah yeah i was also i also thought of while you were given names i Mm -hmm. thought about chloe dykstra is inspiring to me because chloe dykstra is a pretty well-known person Mm -hmm. and hearing her talk about her presence in cosplay hearing her talk about how she doesn't consider herself famous she considers herself on the same level as the rest of us and she's like I'm learning stuff just like you guys Dude, are. Like, hell yeah. Other people know how to do things better than I do. Like, I'm no better than any of you guys. And I love that. 
Yeah, I thought that was amazing. Yes, yes. Like, if we're going to get on a tangent here, like, how we said, uh, like, the concept of cosplay fame is silly because it fucking is. Because, like, no matter how well known a name someone is, it's it's such a niche community to be Mm -hmm. part of. Like, just costuming nerds. Like, we're all on the same level. Like, we can all interact with each other. It doesn't fucking matter. And, like, if you ever meet Yaya Han at a convention, she looks at your costume and she's like, oh, my God, I love how you did that. I love this. Like, she sees all of the little things that you did and, like, she's been there and she's done it and that's fucking cool you know what i mean it's like, just a, it's just a whole round of appreciation and yeah it's okay i love it sorry that was a rant um but anyway that was a good question it yeah, was, a good, it was question. a good question and there's two more check oh, it out shit for number two if you had unlimited resources who or what would you cosplay okay i got I, you got one gordon freeman obviously yes <laughs> i had unlimited that, yes. time forever mm-hmm. that's um, been his uh dream cosplay for forever and then an exticle from uh frisky dingo <laughs> You don't know what that is. You should watch Freaky Dingo. Oh my god! Just because the armor—it's huge, full body armor. Yeah, it's, it's full massive, body armor. But it would be so hilarious and awesome. I've talked Oof. about being Antagony. Yeah, yeah. Antagony. Yeah, which would that's be very doable. easy. That'd be mm-hmm. easy. Yeah, hilarious nonetheless. Charlie, what would you? Do? Oh gosh, that's hard for me to pinpoint because, like, because there's like so many things that you could do. Yeah. First thing that popped in my head, too, actually, we talked about doing this, and mm-hmm. it's probably fairly achievable. The first one um, was the Lady of the Forest from Dragon Age oh, Origins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the thing is, is I don't think I would ever do it because yeah. I don't want to be that scantily clad. Yeah, at it's it's not uh, Yeah, it's not an issue of like resources and money and stuff. It's just like I don't think I'd actually comfort. do it. In a similar realm, but significantly more difficult, would mm-hmm. be Desire Demon oh, from yeah. Dragon Age. Yeah. Um, again, I would probably never do it, but it would also be really hard to actually like really pull off because <laughs> yeah. we talked about making like scaly looking skin and lots of hair that yeah. all, trying to make the hair somehow look like flames and blah blah blah. Having those huge horns. horns. Yeah, it would be really hard. But come back to me. I'm gonna think about it more. Okay. Okay. In that vein, I would probably because uh, we were talking about it, and uh, you're originally gonna do your Desire Demon with my architect and I did actually end up making architect in 2013 something like that yeah something like that. but it fell apart and it was really bad and I hated it so I would probably redo that if I had unlimited stuff to do it with so like just like those kind of costumes like heavy on prosthetics like I love yeah. monster costumes like real like really detailed and stuff because I'm an, an effects nerd the stuff that like takes a million teeny tiny pieces yeah. like from the color of your skin to like your massive bits of armor like all of that stuff yeah like I could, if i had unlimited resources i could cosplay like satan yeah. fr- from legend the the devil from legend or like creature from the black lagoon would be another Ooh. one that i would want to do or like a xenomorph or like an orc from oh, lord God. of the rings xenomorph that'd be that'd be gnarly that'd yeah. be fucking tight that'd be really uncomfortable i think of a, a skexky or a skexy. skexy yeah skexy would be yeah. fun also falcor Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Like a Chinese amazing. dragon Falcor? That'd be yeah. so cool. That would be so fun. Any ideas, dragon? Man, I can't. I don't know. I think because I don't ever really consider things outside of my options. Because yeah, I'm yeah. Like, same. Yeah. Like, I don't look at a costume and want to do it if I know that it's going to cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars to me. Yeah. Like, like, you're just like, that is an awesome character anyway. Yeah. And so I don't log it in my brain as a potential costume. So I. Oh, yeah. Man. The ones that I, they're just ones with big armor. Yeah, yeah, ones that armor, are like hard to make. To make. Like yeah. if you think of it, like pretty much anything is achievable. It's just the cost of it. Yeah. And the time that it takes. If I ever come up with an answer, I'll let you know. And last one, do you have any makeup or costume advice for beginner cosplayers? For beginner cosplayers. I wrote down. I wrote down a lot because these would have been helpful to me mm. when when I was starting out. Mine is 
when you buy your shoes, (laughs) you buy shoes and you walk around in them for like a day. Walk around in your shoes that you buy for like a day. I agree. And like where you commit to wearing them. If your feet are going to fucking explode at the end of the day, you should probably get different shoes because I made that mistake and it hurt me bad. Yeah. So very bad. Yeah. Don't just settle on a pair of shoes and be like, all right, that's good. Good enough. Yeah. And then the day of, you're like, fuck, that was a bad decision. I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say testing anything would be good advice. Yes. Like yeah. for makeup and costumes, like for like makeup, you like got to figure out what works for you and always add more than you think. Yes. Because I've noticed this like in photos, it does like you might think that you're made up pretty well and you might be to the naked eye but like in photos it does not show up as well yes so like think about it as like theater makeup like overdo it a bit yeah overdo it a bit um and you don't have to overdo it insanely if you don't feel comfortable doing that but like overdo uh, it a little bit are my cheekbones too hollow no they're not too hollow add a little bit more it's fine (laughs) and and like on in that vein don't underestimate the power of contouring yeah, because yeah, that like that really changes your face shape and gets you more into character and stuff. It's one thing that I don't know how to do at all, and oh. I wish that I did because I would utilize it, but I don't fucking know how to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's just like m- mostly like utilizing the internet and just watching tutorials and stuff. Man, and, I like, watch tutorials and I still don't get it. I don't know. I think it's just like knowing the the angular points of faces and like getting used to it and stuff. Like yeah. I- I'm used to it because I used to want to be a makeup artist, so that's, yeah. that's a thing. So I just can whip it out. And like also eyebrows change your face a lot. Yeah, I'm just that's, that, that's a little tip. And also eyelashes. Eyelashes are a big one for mm-hmm. for big like anime eyes or big like super heroin eyes. Yeah, like I I always wear fake eyelashes with my Harley Quinn costume mm-hmm. the first time or two that i wore it i didn't and then i got some and it makes all the difference in the yeah. world it makes my eyes so much bigger in photos mm-hmm. and i love it so yeah like that sort of thing like test it out because the tiniest details and figuring out what worked with your face yes. it, it helps and a lot. something that we don't do that we really yeah. should do that i would like to give as advice is like wear your costume around yes, your house yes, for a whole yes. day put on your makeup wear your costume wear it around your house for an entire day you don't have to go anywhere whatever figure out all of the ins and outs anything that kind of is uncomfortable anything that maybe doesn't hang on so well let your velcro come apart like the glue come apart at your house before you do at the convention you know what i mean because it's a fucking nightmare yeah if you do it at home if you get all of those errors figured out at home then it's gonna make the con day a lot easier on you Mm -hmm. and it's something that we really should do we should do more uh, but that's because we never finish shit yeah in time to do tests so we that's another thing like the morning of yeah <laughs> always talking about like testing stuff out at home still like it takes a lot of prep for the shit i know that it will feel stupid to you but 100 percent practice poses yes practice poses for photography at the con because it helps a lot yes again something that we've talked about doing and we've done one time it was infinitely better yeah. that time that we practiced like we practiced as a duo together in the mirror playing off of each other yes like have a grab bag of poses that you can pull out for photographers so that it like when you see it later like posted on the internet it's not just the same fucking pose every time yes i was also going to say because we were talking about this not long ago um know your angles yeah um like understand where like I have really weird chicken legs. I'm bow-legged <laughs> and my legs are really skinny and weird. And if I pose a certain way in a photo, depending on what angle the photo is being taken from, it can, I don't even know how to describe it, but it just looks really awkward and I really don't like it. And I need to figure out how 
I need to pose in front of a mirror and see mm-hmm. from all angles. Does this look okay from wherever the camera is? Yeah, at? exactly. Because then, like, if you are set on a pose and then you figure out, oh, I don't like the way that that looks. And, yeah. you're, and you've done it a million times. And, like, sorry. Sorry. That's in all your pictures. Yeah. So don't feel vain or weird. Because, like, the first time that we started doing that, I was just like, I don't like looking at myself in the yeah. mirror. But, like, it does help a lot. It made all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. For costumes, be mindful of storage so you don't have to be carrying a bag all the time. Even if your costume doesn't have like pockets or something, in the making process, fit them in there somewhere. Like like a hidden pocket on the inside. Yeah, or... make a secret pocket, a secret like... Or with like your Harley Quinn, when you first had your bodysuit where you couldn't hide anything, mm-hmm. you made like a matching bag with it instead yes. of having to carry around a huge convention bag. I also put a lot of things in my shoes. I end up, uh, like, I'll put my cell phone and my chapstick and whatever. I put that in my shoes if I don't have anything that I can carry. Yeah, you smart the pain. It, it's not comfortable, but it works. <laughs> um, and also, like, at a convention, you always have to, like, I feel like it's a no-brainer, but some people might miss this because I did um, when I was first starting out. Always have something to repair. Yes. Yeah, and the essentials would be some sort of glue, some tape, preferably duct tape because that's the strongest. And safety pins. Safety pins, like one. Yeah. And even, I know at WonderCon this year, Michael told me he had, he brought Velcro Velcro that had like the sticky back already. Uh That sticky back doesn't usually hold very well on cosplay items, but in a pinch, it'll do. It should get you through the day anyway. Try to have a friend that does have pockets on their costume (laughs) because it's really helpful. Like, I I know that uh, this past convention, Michael had um, a backpack as part of his costume. Yep. So he he was our little, our little uh, pack pack mule. mule, Yeah. I was going to say, too, um, when I initially heard this question about new new cosplayers, mm-hmm. beginners, my mind immediately went to when we started out, we definitely didn't have any money. And a lot yeah. of our cosplaying has been through our being unemployed. So we did it on the cheap for a really long time. This and is- so as a beginner, if you have a budget, it's okay. I was going to say cheap makeup isn't always so bad yeah um it's not ideal in a lot of situations i use cheap party city makeup for my harley quinn and it doesn't look great but i cover it up with this like cover girl powder this white powder Mm -hmm. that completely changes it and even if it's not perfect close up it shows up really well it looks really nice in photos yeah like you learn you can spend the cheap money to learn the mistakes that you need to exactly and using cheaper supplies isn't always a bad thing either like cheap craft foam instead of warbler or what oh my god you. yeah like, i had that written down like, yeah like you learn how to do really weird crazy shit with the cheap stuff. on a budget especially like with that example if it's your first time making armor For do the you love of god don't get don't warbler. use warbler spend money to make mistakes so that you can learn and then use the expensive yes. stuff yeah use the expensive stuff once you are practiced as a person that has been doing cosplay on a budget forever, I'm you terrified do, it is of very, using Warbler yeah. because I don't want to ruin it because it's expensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, we've gotten pretty damn good with using craft foam. Oh, yeah. Which is like seven bucks for 20 sheets. We also recently learned that Hobby Lobby has thicker craft foam, which is yeah. thinner than Eva foam, but thicker than your average Michael's craft foam. Mm-hmm. Tight. Pretty tight. Got five millimeter. My mom just popped in to give us the information. It's five millimeter craft foam. And they also have three millimeter versus two millimeter. Well, goddamn. So this is all great. (laughs) And I feel like this is like a no-brainer for crafty people like us that have been doing stuff. But like some people might know that coupons at craft stores... You you need to use them. If you go to a craft store oh. and you don't use a coupon, then you're being swindled. You're being swindles. Swindled. You're being a swindles. <laughs> swindles. You're being swindled. Joanne's Smackledor. has an app. 
Michael's has an app. Hobby Lobby has an app. They all have coupons, and usually a lot of them will accept coupons from the other places. I'm pretty sure I've never bought anything from Michael's without using a coupon. Yeah. (laughs) It's usually way expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like I said, I think Joanne's at least... I know in the past has used Hobby Lobby and Michael's coupons. Yeah, I think Joanne's takes better all. than their own. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, don't forget to go to Walmart because they have stuff for cheap. Yeah, Ma- they, another they have, tidbit from Mom. They have let's see what what do they have cheap. They have hot glue. Hot, hot glue, glue is for yeah. so really cheap. cheap there, and they have fucking scissors. Scissors at a craft store are like twenty yeah. to thirty dollars, but at Walmart for the same scissors it's like ten. And yeah. acrylic paint. If I had acrylic paint for like fifty cents at at Walmart, yeah, when it's versus like, like two a, bucks, a dollar two at Michaels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of like know. generic crafting items, yeah, you can definitely yeah, get at don't, Walmart. Don't go yeah. pay premiums for them. And anything else, get all the apps. Ask Joanne's if you can use a Hobby Lobby coupon if it's better because they'll probably let you. Because it saves a lot, and mm-hmm. also like internet shopping. Because yeah. even at like Michaels and stuff, I was recently looking for a Peter Pan leaves and vines and stuff, and at uh, Michaels they're like seven bucks. Looked on Amazon two books hell yeah yo dog use the internet kids everybody knows that <laughs> uh and and uh i know some people don't really like walmart because they're boycotting the uh issues with their employees but you know what's not controversial is fucking thrift stores get oh, a bunch there of you go there. thrift shopping has been like i don't think i've ever gotten a pair of shoes for a costume that i didn't get at a thrift store yeah definitely i think every single pair of shoes oh. i've ever worn in cosplay was from a thrift store do that do not buy new pairs of shoes that's for a cosplay. Dumb. good lord it's not dumb if you need something super specific that's true i alter a lot of clothes that i get from thrift shops in, instead of making them myself because it just takes so much less time yes and less material and and less frustration and there are true gems among the nonsense found leather <laughs> pants today oh yeah we did find we, <laughs> we found, found some sweet leather trip, trip pants oh trip pants. <laughs> yeah they're pretty tight I almost bought them simply because I thought eventually they might come in handy for cosplay, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Yeah, that's what I did today. I bought a like a sweater that looked like chain mail. Yeah. I don't need it for anything, but I will. Eventually. I know it. It was six bucks versus having to toil over actually making chain mail. Which sounds nightmarish. Um that is all. Oh no, I have two more pieces of info. Like this is a long ass segment, but I'm just trying to get it out. Hey, great questions, by the way. Yeah, these yes, have thanks. been great questions. Giddy, me giddy, me giddy, giddy. Okay, so for makeup, real quick. Uh, they tend to be kind of expensive, so I don't use them a whole lot. But um, primer and finishing spray are yes. pretty good. Like if you can't afford that, then like get it. Primer, uh, you put before your makeup, and then it sets it. I get a pretty like I get a fairly inexpensive primer from like Rimmel. I think it's like stay matte primer and it's but it's definitely worth it like it makes a difference like you if you're wearing intricate makeup that you don't want messed up or you don't have to retouch during the day at a convention then like definitely use primer and then a finishing spray even if you can't afford a finishing spray hairspray actually works pretty decently hairspray also feels disgusting yeah it gets sticky depending on what hairspray you use but if you do like a light mist then that should hold you over yes but that's just i will say i've never used finishing spray but I always use primer. It makes a difference. It does I a lot. It. Like you really don't have to do anything to your makeup after that. Yeah. And then one more thing for carps. beginners. <laughs> carps. It looks like I wrote down carps on my paper. If you uh if you hand out carps. They won't forget you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So just hand out carps. For a beginner cosplayer that actually like wants to really like settle into the community or you find yourself being photographed a lot, then it helps a lot to have cards. 
yes. cosplay cards to get into contact with you. I know myself, when we first made cards, I was really self-conscious about it. I didn't think that we, I was good enough to hand out cards. Yeah. But they really do work. Like, it doesn't matter. It's just to make friends, get out there, and then you can find each other. People seem to appreciate that we had yeah. cards to give them because like, oh, yay, now we can be friends on the internet or I can send you these photos I just took. Like, it makes everything a lot easier mm -hmm. than stopping every person and being like, here, write down my stuff if you wanted it. Like, yeah. So and it's, it makes it's it just a, a quick, less yeah. awkward. It's Lots a quick exchange. Yeah. So that's and then you can't cosplay friends on the internet. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. Just like you, a radium giddy. Yeah. You Let's be friend friends. Now. We're friends now. We're friends now. You can't, you can't back you out. You can never escape. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. If you would like to be our friend also, you can send us questions or D&D &D ideas or just fucking chat it up with us. Yeah, just come say hi somewhere, would you? Uh, you can find us on Tumblr or Twitter, now manned by Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, go uh, follow it. So out. far, it's going really well. No, it isn't. I'm no, enjoying it. No, it's fantastic. It. I love it. I love every second of it. It's only going to, like, I feel like eventually I'm probably just going to lose my mind. And it's going to be funny to follow on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, His mental know, breakdown. There. It'll be a wild ride. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram as well, which is manned by me, or on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook, which uh, I look at. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be in charge of it, but you just check it. I look at it. Sure. Yeah. Um, um, or you could email us at kadanacosplay at gmail.com. The rest is just Kadana. Just Google. Google. It. It's there. You'll find it all. Just use the Google machine. Find our house, throw a brick through the window. It's Don't fine. do that, please. We're <laughs> renting. You don't have enough money to fix it. Okay. You can just leave us like- The HOA is going to be pissed. <laughs> you can just leave us like ominous, cryptic messages. You can a, leave a, a brick. Put a, yeah. Yeah. Put a, put a brick on the doorstep with yeah. the note. Or a flaming bag of shit. Yeah. I'll yeah. stomp it out. Gross. It'll be for fun adventure from our new friends, our Yay. mystery stalker. Or light yourself on fire and sit on our doorstep. I no. Don't do that one. That's gonna be stink. That's gonna. gonna be we're gonna have to get rid of a, a body. Mess. HOA's yeah. gonna be pissed. Yeah. The Nothing HOA's to piss off the so HOA. Mad. They're rude, guys. They're they real. Rude. They're real rude. They got strict parameters around here. Fucking home Nazis. I'll fucking second that. Dick. Yeah, Fascist too. fucks. <laughs> That's it for the this podcast. I guess podcast, that's it. I guess. That's yeah. it. We did it. Yeah. We had a podcast. Seal it with a kiss. Mm -hmm. so, remember to go fuck a pizza. Yeah, don't forget, guys. Guys, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs>